Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller. That guy over there is Jim Campbell. Word up. The guy in the bushes is Luke Moore. Hello. And the guy behind the bike shed is Pete Donaldson. I like it here. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, the FA Cup is nearly upon us again. Love it. It comes around, The fourth round comes around so quick. Like we wait did, half a year for the first, well, the third, third round, round, where yeah. all the Premier League teams join, and then it's like one week off, one week back on. Not, um, not all of us wait half the year. We all, we all watch it from the start because we're proper fans. I watch it um, pre-qualifying. My team, my team is well knocked out by the third round. <laughs> I've only needed to watch one. Yeah, don't think true. I bother with the rest. Yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's not true. You no, chaps, you've seen your teams in finals. Even Pete mm. has, for mm. crying out loud. Yeah. It's true. Briefly. We can't. The, the FA so Cup. Alan Shearer sat on the bench. Yeah. The FA Cup has been kind to us. <laughs> to some of us. Yeah, to me and Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to Peter. I know. Hey, my goodness. But yeah, the fourth round, Luke, that you're, the third round is your favourite weekend of the season. Is I the fourth so. round your second favourite? Is that I, how it works? I am quite annoyed that I'm going to have to watch Yeovil Town Man United back because I'm not going to be around on Friday night. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be an absolute day. I, I love a. For me, the, the categories have to be the certain categories have to be um, fulfilled, which is it has to be a lower league team against a Premier League team. Mm-hmm. The lower league team has to be at home, mm. <laughs> and the game has to take place at night. If, yeah. if, if that all happens, I am sick of forking me. I'm done. <laughs> I, I don't need any. I don't need anything else for the next couple of hours. Because on in um, bigger grounds, floodlights aren't that much of a fixture. But on the lower league grounds, they're like, oh, they really do loom, don't they? Pete, oh. let's talk about floodlights because these mm. days you're absolutely right. <laughs> the bigger clubs with the newer stadiums, the floodlights are just built into the stadium yes yeah. I don't like to see it I like a proper floodlight, I mean, like proper one, floodlights. Of, one of my earliest football memories was going on a school trip around Fratton Park and um, they've got these amazing old school floodlights and they're mm. still there and when we first turned up there was a guy climbing it Oh yeah, and I was yeah. like, "This wow. is the crazy oh, thing." Yeah, I've ever seen. you yeah. want that absolutely? Uh, you know, massive bonus FA Cup points for any visible fans watching from nearby trees or mounds. Yeah, yes. definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all for all that, blocks we? of flats. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. It's hard to think that uh, that was. It sounds mildly disrespectful, but no, it, it, the Yeovil were in the Championship not that long ago, and the reason why I say that is that they dropped like a stone. Mm. They really did. In, in championship two, wasn't their level though. No, it wasn't, and they were punching well above their the, weight. Darren, and well the, done to them. The current manager. Um, Darren Way said that... Call um, him by his nickname. Uh, the Weasel, is it? The Weasel. Just Weasel. Weasel, okay. Would you want that as a nickname? Where's no. that come from? Don't I know. Well, like one of Lionel Messi's is the flea, isn't it? It's like, come on. Yeah, yeah. but I think that's small and he sort of buzzes. I think that's that that's affectionate. Jim. It's still a flea, though, isn't it? And yeah, I know what you mean. It's because it's... Messi, he does do a lot of biting of cats. Mm, and, and slap yeah. bass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he but markets. Darren, but Darren Way said, um, before you, you made me digress there, but Darren, <laughs> Darren Way said that 
we were in the championship or we were getting 5,000 a game or whatever. Mm, this is yeah. not sustainable. Mm. So I think, although they're fourth bottom of League Two at the moment, which maybe is a little bit disrespectful to say that's their level, um, they're, they're, so I don't think there's, from my experience, they're a championship level club anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you say, 21st in, in League Two at the moment. Yeah. which uh, they're the lowest-ranked side left in the competition, and they play mighty old Manchester United. Mm. Are they going to weasel their way to the next round, Jim? Definitely, if you're going to make me predict it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, sorry, I left off the word not. I'd be very surprised if they can manage that. But yeah, who knows? I mean, it depends what sort of team Man United put out, don't they? I mean, a lot of people are talking about whether Alexis Sanchez will make his debut, and I think he probably will, because a good chance to get him a run out with his new teammates. Mm. You know, with respect to Yeovil, a good chance he'll score as well. So there's very little chance of that becoming a, a mm-hmm. monkey on his back. So yeah, I think you know, I think they're going to probably struggle, mate. What did we think of Alexis Sanchez's piano playing exploits in that strange Pete, video? Pete enjoyed it. That was strange, wasn't it? It, it was what? very strange. strange. Kind of, it... Motherwell did a nice parody. <laughs> did they? When, when they did. signed Hartley, I think it was. Yeah, the well, the well, the well. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> Pete, you did one. What was your one? What was your little parody? I, I literally did it very quickly. It was just a. Um, All right, I'm not judging person. you, mate. Yeah, it just wasn't very good quality. Somebody did a better um, kind of. Oh, it was a thousand miles. What was that song? Diddly diddly do. Diddly yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody did that. That's a nice. Idea. Is it Vanessa? Someone? Yeah, I can't remember the surname. Redgrave. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Vanessa uh, Paradis. Paris. Yeah, no, it wasn't that yeah. either. And uh, one didn't Joel do a um, Mad World one? Oh, nice. I like yeah, Donnie Darko yeah. type one. Is that yeah. right? But um, So we, we had our question that we asked last week about Sanchez answered because we said he was photographed on the pitch yeah. with his shirt. He was obviously doing that promo out. video, wasn't he? Yeah, he was oh, so that's that. what that was for. Yeah. He was weasel. He was, There's the weasel. Under, yeah. <laughs> yeah. under the floodlights. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was doing that promo video before he'd actually signed for them. Yeah. <laughs> do you like, Love do you like, that, modern do like, football. Do you like Yeovil's nickname? The Glovers. Glovers, yeah. 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 I do like that. There's <laughs> historical context. I don't well, want the Glovers. Yeah, nice. That was better. <laughs> well, I, I, that was better. It, it was drowned out, Jim. For Let's the, do it again. They're too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Hand in hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, can we get Danny Glover down there? That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume that's where it comes from. <laughs> On a toilet. <laughs> On a bomb toilet. <laughs> Handcuffed to Mel Gibson. Mind you, they are playing Man United. What a they might, for the man. <laughs> yeah. they, are Man, they are playing Man United. Somebody might have left a bomb in the toilet. Because that's Pizza, what happened that's, before. Well, did, is it disrespectful? No, did it? No, not it ha- isn't. No, I was going to say, did it not happen though? Wasn't yeah. it? Announced? That's what I mean. No, th- there was a bomb, a, a fake bomb left in the toilet to yeah, test okay. the security services. That's right. You're right. So no, maybe you they I, might leave. I, it. I wasn't going to say it was disrespectful. I thought it might have been a false alarm, but <laughs> you're saying it wasn't. Okay. Indeed, yeah. But Jose Mourinho does turn 55 on Friday for the game. For which, the game. Exactly. <laughs> I'm yeah. turning, mother. <laughs> that's how his age works yeah. out. <laughs> I will shed my latest cocoon. Yeah. Turns into a wolf. He, he would be a wolf, wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, he would be able to tackle No, him. he'd be a weasel. Yeah, I was about, I was, I was about to say. Does he know, go surely. super cyan? Yeah. Well, he'll be in charge of his 100th Manchester United match. 61 wins, 23 draws, 15 defeats. And uh, they've scored 176 goals, conceded 70, and they've won three trophies, lest mm. we forget. You won't treble. let him forget that. You always bring that up. <laughs> he always brings it up, so therefore I do. <laughs> the way you put this in the running order, you've done a, a, a decent list of Jose Mourinho's achievements. Thanks. So the next sentence you've just put, Yeovil Town's manager Darren Way is nicknamed Weasel. <laughs> like, that's, his, like, that's his only achievement. Look, don't give away the, the order in which but there was a really interesting, came out differently. There was a really interesting article in um, the Guardian, I think it was, definitely one of the it was in the newspaper um, talking about how Darren Way's career was ended by a, quite a serious car accident oh, horrendous yeah. and he was I think he was in a hospital or a wheelchair or something for something for, like eight months eight months it? yeah so um, the, the, the angle of the article was saying you know, this is a great opportunity for him to showcase what he can do and, and he was a player as well uh, for Yeovil yeah he was and so um, this would be a big moment for him one thing that is really disappointing is that Otis Khan who 
is one of their better players from what I've seen. Um, he's missing the game because former Man United trainee. Yeah, as well. he's missing the game because he pushed a ref the week yeah. before. He um, oh, he apologised on Twitter as well as like as a, to try and sort of you know ease the ban, but they 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 didn't have it because well, you he, can't really push a ref over, can no, you? No, and then just tweet and say sorry about that. Yeah. He's arguing that it wasn't intentional. They did appeal it. I, annoyingly, I couldn't see the footage. I think the way the camera went. If there it, is it, a camera, I, I watched the highlights as well of that game, and there, there wasn't any footage on that. Either. Yeah, so yeah. we'll never know. But the but the you know the authorities have made their decision. He is banned. Um, for, the, for the game, which is a shame because of the, the little bit of narrative that may have uh, reared its head, but it hasn't. So there we are. To the <laughs> to the uh, disappointment of, of commentators everywhere. Yes, who could have said something. Yeovil Town are sixteen to one with Bet three six five to beat Manchester United on Friday night under the Friday night lights. <laughs> um, so ten pound will return one hundred and seventy pound, including stake, should the Danny Glovers do the business. Yeah, they always talk about the Friday night lights. They never talk about in the Europa League the Thursday night lights, do they? No, because it's an unfashionable competition markets. Mm. Yeah, still, H- it's, uh, isn't it? HG Bissing's uh, seminal work, Friday night lights, about the uh, the the high school football yeah. team in Odessa, Texas. That's where it comes from. There you go. That's where it comes from, Peter. Won the pul- I think it won the Pulitzer, for that. It did it, yeah. really? And you don't win that for filth. You certainly do. <laughs> you certainly not, not and for filth. Achieved by unity is the Yeovil motto. I like that. Yeah, I mm. do too. Um, former Manchester United man Ryan Giggs is uh, having talks with Paul Scholes about a possible coaching staff position at Wales. I mean, he's right? a very inspirational speaker, isn't he, Ryan? So. Yeah. He is, yeah. <laughs> it's good to you see him using his extensive knowledge of, of the modern game to really sort of go outside his comfort zone. There, and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, both great players, but I mean, can, can you think of a more more of a charisma vacuum than cracker bread? Ryan they, are, they are cracker bread. Ryan, yeah. Giggs having, Ryan Giggs having a chat with Paul Scholes. Well, it's oh, interesting, God. isn't it? Because most of that class of 92, or the, the sort of five players, that oh, we were, focus were they on. in the part? Were they part of a class? I don't mention it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robbie, yeah. Robbie Savage was the sixth member. How, yeah. how uh, they, they won the FA Youth Cup with him, innit? Yeah. <laughs> they, they did. Um, how but, do you know when someone was in the class of '92? Well, they tell you. They, they do <laughs> tell repeatedly. You. What a class it was, though, Luke Moore. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Forget. I was in Year Seven in '92. Some of them. Uh, were, were you really? Yeah. Um, I thought I'd mention it. A little update on what some of them are doing, uh, just in case. So Ryan Giggs is obviously Wales manager. Paul mm. Skulls is there. David Beckham set to launch his MLS side in Miami yeah. next week. Yeah, doing that for next for the last three years well he's been trying to get it off the ground he's also just launched a male grooming line called cool. House 99 I'll follow it on Instagram <laughs> I just I just sort of assume that's always true looks great yeah. If, yeah. if you're listening David yeah if you're listening Dave I am following <laughs> yeah. this is this is four men that could at the moment are very much a before photo yeah. so <laughs> we could be great for you apart from when we use our excellent Harry's razors yeah damn right damn bloody right uh, Gary Neville's of course um uh, punditing away and mm. if anybody is unaware Phil Neville is the new coach <laughs> got a new of the England uh, women's he, football team he's as surprised as you if you didn't hear <laughs> yeah. Marcus last week said don't expose him I was yeah. like, oh, he'll do it himself yeah. it seems yeah. <laughs> when, when did I say one, that one of the good, or should we not talk is it, is it a, just help me out here guys is it a good sign or a bad sign that when you get a new job, the first thing you have to do is completely delete your Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not ideal, Luke. <laughs> no, to answer no, your question. No. Oh my goodness, yeah. So there we are. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing's a silly old debacle, isn't it? But the FA have made the decision to stick with him. So I yeah. guess hopefully, was either him or Logan Paul? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I just hope though this makes a lot of people question their daft behaviour when they're sending out stupid tweets like that in the first place because if they're going to stick with them and make that decision then hopefully some good can come from After it after what Luke tweeted this morning about the Leeds United badge <laughs> yeah that was poor by me I'm terrible on Twitter these days you are getting fake news all the time <laughs> my Twitter game's never been poorer it's your white whale it's never been poor oh dear well gentlemen let's let's turn our attention to another fixture West, West Ham are away to Wigan Wigan are flying high five points clear at the top of League One I smell a cup set 
I do, I do too. smell it. I do too. Which they, means West Ham are going to win comfortably. But they struggled <laughs> to get past the Shrews, didn't they? They did a little bit, yeah, but we're going to have a great season, top of the league, of course. Moyes' men will not fancy uh, this one at all. Um, although West Ham, they've just signed on loan into midfielder Joel Mario, although he's not going to be playing in the game. Well, they, I mean, boost though. Yeah, it, it is a, it is a boost. They've already struggled to get past the League One type team at the top of the table, yes. and Wigan are even better. Wigan are, are five points clear of Shrewsbury. So, mm. but then <clears> top four game. Wigan. The thing about Wigan is they do not concede any goals. Have yeah. you seen how many? I think they've got. They must have the best defence in the country. They've conceded thirteen league goals all season. Yeah, which is unbelievable. Mm. And they're scoring as well. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I think they're top scorers in the division as well. So, Honestly, yeah. Well, Anatovic is out for a couple of weeks through injury, and Lanzini's out as well. And Anatovic has been a big part of uh, West Ham's uh, mm. better form under Moyes. It, it is. It, it's a classic one. He to... stunk up the games as well at the start of the season, which is weird. Yeah. When he's good, he's, he, he lifts the team. When he's bad, he who's that? Yeah, 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 you're right. He, he seems quite temperamental, but Moyes mm. has clearly got him on side. Mm. But Lanzini's a big mix, miss there as well. If you need someone to unlock a defence, which with Wigan's defensive record, you would expect they will need he he is the man in that squad to do that yeah but he's not in the squad well team. quite so i but, but do you not but do you not think uh, i've sort of i realize i'm going to sort of contradict myself here a part of me thinks you know i do smell a cup set because of those reasons but Moyes, canny operator lest yeah. we forget mm. will be well aware of the pitfalls going into yeah. this match and what's that doing to your olfactory sense <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so i i don't know i i I still oh, I, I do I'm like, it's, like, it's like watching someone use a doweling rod <laughs> mm. doweling or dowsing no, I forget result I, I, needs a better title I think I think Wigan could I think there could be a cup set here but, more, I, but I think it'll be I think it'll be a good game this I think it'll be very very keenly contested because Moyes will be aware as I said for the injuries that they have mm. and for the for, for, you know going away from home to a side which really is has got one foot in the championship um, I think do, you think, do you think do you think given the, the, the injuries and given that um, it's very, very close in the lower half of the Premier League table. Do you think that there's a chance Moyes might play a weakened team? Yeah, that's a fair Or is he an old yeah. romantic about the FA Cup? He's just quite old school, isn't he? Yeah, so he is David Moyes an old romantic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, in yeah. that very specific narrow context. <laughs> Hasn't he been bitten before in the FA Cup where he's played a, a second string team and got dumped out when he was at... Uh, it's possible. Ooh, I can, no, I can tell I can't remember. Did he, he reach the final with Everton, didn't he? Mm. Yes. When they were, were beaten by Chelsea. So he probably much. loves it then. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't think David Moyes seriously thinks that he's going to win the FA Cup this <laughs> no. year. But I don't think that, I don't think he will play a week inside. I take your point about the league, but I think I think West Ham will be okay now. They've yeah. got Moyes. You know, I don't think they'll be worried. But they're too only much. even so they've they've gone, they've gone for a huge upturn in form, and they've still only put four points between them and the relegation zone. I mean, mm. it can it can turn around very very quickly. I think with that in mind, especially as Moyes hasn't been there for that long, you want to take every opportunity to lift morale, right? And you know, losing a game like that um, yeah. is going to knock you, and you could probably carry that into the league. So it's, it's quite precarious to uh, to take that too lightly. Yeah, if you if, if West Ham lose away to Wigan, and it is the the upset of the round against the side two divisions below you. You don't want that pressure. Yeah, and I can understand them doing it over Christmas because there is a massive amount of uh, fixture congestion, but it's a bit of a false economy doing it in the fourth round, I think. Or the fifth. Or the fifth. Yeah, well, I think we're all agreed there. We're going to have got some good players, I mean. It's not, it's not as though it's going to be all to be about West Ham. But the, the thing we've seen over and over again over the years in the FA Cup is that if a team's really confident and buzzing and playing really well, mm-hmm. as, as Wigan are, it's dangerous for whoever they're playing against. We saw Bristol City give a good account of themselves against yeah. Man City. So it can, it can work both Are ways. we going to hear that irritating song that Will Griggs on fire? Probably. No, you said this, we will. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's scoring. <laughs> he's scoring, he and yet scoring. his song is still better than the player. <laughs> did, it, did it start off as like an ironic thing? Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. then the Northern Ireland fans got hold of it, and then they were singing that at the Euros even when he, he didn't, even, didn't even play. And they're going, "Oh, we're singing it ironically." And it's like, 
But why don't you sing about one of your players who's actually just yeah. putting a shift yeah. there and beating? <laughs> I'm singing that ironically, and Will Griggs sat on the bench thinking, "Cheers." Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> ruining my what, genuinely one of the best experiences of my career. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly reminding him yeah. that he's not involved in some sort of way. Right then, Peter, are you ready with your correspondence? I'm ready with my correspondence. Marvelous. In my hand, I have a piece of paper. There it um, is. Hello to Andrew. Andrew. Um, oh, I've printed everything out backwards, so well, no, I'm not let, ready, let, am let I? Just let people behind the curtain. You say that, Pete. You printed it out in the office, mm. walked off, yeah. and about 10 minutes later, I saw a load of paper all over the floor <laughs> and said, are these your emails? You said, yeah, mm. thanks for that, and here we are. It's not the floor, <laughs> it's Pete's filing cabinet. So <laughs> that uh, is what happened, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, Andrew's email. Well, you didn't, pick up, you didn't pick up all of the papers, so that's why I'm... Sorry, about, sorry, about, about, hell. sorry about that, Pete. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be my admin, yeah. uh, for crying out loud. Uh, right, Andrew, Marcus, uh, Luke, Jim, and the other one. There's a dig. You printed out. You've been hoisted by your own bit of paper there, mate. Me. Uh, been a listener for about 12 months now, but unfortunately, as a Sunderland fan, I have never felt able to email about my uh, beloved football team without feeling the urge oh. to throw myself uh, throw myself in from Rocker Pier. Stop sniggering, Pete. Um, until now, I wanted to draw your attention to yet more unbelievable Sunderland statistics, namely our penalty record. Sunderland have scored the last 28 consecutive spot kicks, stretching back to December 2011, when Seb Larson missed against, against Wolves. 75% of penalties are converted. Statistically, yeah. the chance of this happening is about 3,000 to 1. I wonder if this is some kind of English record. He does go on to say, though, unfortunately, this is Sunderland we're talking about, and the sublime must quickly turn into the ridiculous. Whilst Sunderland strikers have found success on the spot, it's nothing compared to the success that our opponents have had against us. Get this. No Sunderland keeper has saved a penalty at the Stadium of Light since it was built. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a great start. That is incredible. Presuming it's N- true. 19, <laughs> 1989 was the first home penalty Sunderland uh, saved. Wow. Sunderland Athletic Football Club... Uh, hang your heads I guess yeah. yeah hang your heads thank you Andrew how did that email make it in Pete I know right I know <laughs> did you just call them Sunderland Pathletic or did I <laughs> <laughs> Sunderland did I Pathletic Football Club uh, hello to uh, Jack French for Joe uh, this season <laughs> us Burnley fans have been absolutely crying out for a nippy winger to be part of Daisha's Brexit football uh, therefore I'm absolutely <laughs> chuffed with the signing of Lennon I'm sure that all my fellow Clarets Ooh. will agree with me all we are saying is give Pierce a chance did, did um, Sean Dyche mind that Burnley haven't had a penalty all season yeah. I'm pretty sure he said that on match. Yeah, I, think, I think Burnley uh, are just in front of Newcastle. Newcastle are quite close as well. So, we, so we, presumably Newcastle have badly. had a penalty then. Mm. We're treated rather badly. No, not the season, I don't think we are. Well, you're neck and neck then. All right, then. Yeah, you're the same. I'll you're take even. that then. Um, and didn't Sean Dyche recently signed a new contract? Ooh. One of the best mm. signings of the transfer window. And he, and he also responded to his um, Earthworms accusation. Did he really? He? Yeah. I missed and it. And he gave sort of mixed messages. Right, he, he sort of he sort of half admitted to it, and then at the end, went, oh, and so I've never, I've never, it's, I've never done this. I've never done it. Yeah. He, he said, "I've never done it." And he burped a worm off. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, I just it was just enjoying some worms earlier. Look, oh, he, no. he said, "I've never done it," and then a load of soil went into his mouth <laughs> and came out of his bum, and then he changed gender. <laughs> What? Oh, like a worm? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so he is a worm. He's what a, worm a development! A worm. I'm just, I'm just, he's a cannibal worm. I've just taken off the saying? next stage. Worms and weasels <laughs> managing in football. Uh, Karen Deep Mahat. Hello, Karen Deep. Um, hello, Ramblers. Hello. Say hello, guys. Hello. 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 As we approach the potentially north noteworthy uh, uh, anniversary, I thought we should make you aware of this date for your diaries a month in advance, so we can all keep an eye on the situation as it unfolds. The date in question is February the twenty seventh, which could mark. 
two years since Saida Berahino, a forward, let's not forget, oh, last man. scored a goal. Mm. In the time since his last goal, he's played 39 games and counting, served a drugs ban, been sent to a fitness camp in France for being overweight, had a £12 million transfer and played under three different managers. He has one month to save himself from this unwanted milestone. Is Paul Lambert the man to get him out of this slump is the question. I think Let's so. watch this space. Thank you, Karandeep Mahat. Oh, mm. Imagine two years. I really hope that doesn't happen. I I wouldn't want wish that upon anyone. It opens a a slightly larger sort of um, sort of inquiry, which is what's the longest a forward has gone without scoring a goal? Mm. I'd love to know that because it can't it can't be much longer than that. (laughs) Well, it's not. I mean, how how are we defining that? What in in, maybe in a top league? Yeah, Mm. yeah, in a top league. You're not like Sunday football. Like like Dion Dublin probably didn't score many goals in his last season when he played defender. So. Move yeah. No, no, no! You're not. You're Move not side or back. Move him to centre back. <laughs> Move him back. Yeah, he can him, still could play. Be still, still say he's, fo- he's a footballer. So, but what, so he can, he can, say, he can essentially say, "I can be an effective defender because I know what a forward's going to do. Yeah. I'm just rubbish at it." <laughs> <laughs> if, if you were Paul Lambert, right? Stoke City obviously need points because they're they're in a bit of a, a relegation scrap, uh, like half the league is. So if Stoke got a penalty, penalties are quite rare this season, by all accounts. Mm. Um, for for the lower half side, certainly. If they got a penalty, would would you? And Sider was on the field. Would you let Berahino take it to get the confidence? I up? would. I, or I, would you think to yourself, he's low in confidence. We need this put away. What I'm what I would say is that if I was watching the game and Berahino was stepping up to take a penalty at this stage in his career, yes. I would put a lot of money on him missing it. Mm. A lot yeah. of money on him missing it. But you know, he is a talented forward. You know, he scored goals before. If he needs that first goal to get him going, at this point though, isn't it? He was a talented forward. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Two and, and let, years. Let's also not, learn, it's not yet two years. Let's, Tim. let's, uh, let's learn this season's lesson of Christian Benteke. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was desperate for a goal against Bournemouth, stole a penalty, and then is that the takeaway it? from this season? Yeah. Is that what they'll say at the end of season? I, I like it won't the, be Man City yeah. winning the quadruple. I love yeah, the, the idea of season, and then two years later the Benteke season. I love the idea of Benahit Berahino going back to West Brom to replace Johnny Evans centre back. Oh yeah, and starting every game by saying, "Looks like the hunted has become the hunter." Twelve million pounds is a lot of money for no goals, isn't it? Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? What, it's 12 million pounds too many, oh, you might yeah. argue. It's, I mean, it's essentially an infinity per goal. <laughs> Which is Shola Amiobi's record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he scored a few in the derby. He yeah. scored, I think, 250 matches, 50 goals. Not good enough, Shola. That's actually Barnes-esque. <laughs> Fine, then. We're going to talk about Manchester City and Chelsea after this. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I never felt this bad ever. Ah, Tim. Tactics, Tim. Tactics, Tim. Tim. Manchester City, they're through to the Carabao Cup final after their win against Bristol City. Lee Johnson's side gave a good account of themselves, though, over the two legs. You have to say that, mm. chaps. You have to say it. I think I think <laughs> it, what was interesting about it was that um, 
we talked about Liverpool upsetting Man City's rhythm and that being the key to how you how you beat them. And mm. it's obviously very, very much easier said than done. But Bristol City had a pretty good go at doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And and um in the um who are they playing this week? Cardiff City. Yes. Yeah. And Cardiff's Cardiff's away. Chance. Yeah, I know. Cardiff's chance chances is, is obviously very low, but they've got a good record against City. I think the last two occasions Cardiff have played City at home they've mm-hmm. beaten them does that matter now though no admittedly one of, the, one of those games was in 1994 right then <laughs> <laughs> but, okay so why are you bringing that stat up are you? Well, why not was Hormel on two even out there <laughs> <laughs> probably was a, just about maybe train spotting wasn't no <laughs> My goodness. Do you want me to look up when Home Alone 2 came out? If you could. Um, You carry on then. Without a doubt, though, Pep, they're in the hunt for their first piece of silverware, Jim. Absolutely. 1992. So it was well out. It was out, so they're going to your face. Um, The quadruple is on, although Kevin De Bruyne is uh, playing the quadruple chances down, as you would. And 20 to 1 is the price you'll get with Bet365 for Man City to do the quadruple. An unprecedented quadruple. Um, £10 returns £210, including a stake. Yeah, well, Cardiff City stand in their way. And they've got 3 to 1 on Macaulay Culkin dropping a paint can on a burglar's face. There we go. There. He actually swung it off the banister, so the joke's on you there. I think, I think he did it, didn't he? Oh, no, I you think, think of the iron down the chute. No, I think you maybe when he chucked bricks in their faces in the second one. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very got, violent. Got darker. I'm, I'm not at all an expert on the second one, but I am an expert on the first one. <laughs> I watch it all the time. Did, did he kick Neil Lennon in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, okay, right. yeah, yeah. Neil Lennon's never forgotten it. Yeah. <laughs> and why should he? Is, is Neil Lennon a man who's ever likely to forget any sort of smite? No, yeah. <laughs> Certainly not a smite to the face. No. Yeah. I... <laughs> Greg Levine said, Neil makes me laugh. Um, But let's turn our attention to another Neil, Warnock. Um, His Cardiff side can stop Manchester City doing the quadruple. The quadruple chat can be put to bed this weekend by Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock's like a man. His managerial history is like a man at an arcade who just is not good enough at any particular game. He'll just go and just play on everyone. And he's all right at everything. He can play... I know what you mean. He can play Final Fight a bit. He can play Pit Fighter a little bit. He can play... Operation Thunderbolt pretty well. Mm. He's Paul Ross. <laughs> he's Paul Ross. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's is that the Paul Ross's brother? brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. but but as a as a sort of a lower league championship manager, he's very good. <laughs> yeah, um, you can't deny that. Well, can't deny that. Which, which does feed into your point. I I, I agree. Warnock, Warnock and Cardiff are at the top of the championship. Essentially, third. They're third. They'd be doing even better if they hadn't had that sort of weird four game. But Warnock is wobble. a classic <clears throat> kind of British manager, and since. Um, you know the, the the foreign invasion into the Premier League, where a lot of foreign managers have, and Sir Alex Ferguson, of course, uh, have won the league and, and taken tactics to another level, and blah 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 blah. Um, British managers haven't caught up with that. That's 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 quite painfully yes. obvious, with the exception to obviously Sir Alex Ferguson. And Warnock is a classic sort of British manager or English manager, if you want to be more specific, mm. because he's so good at motivating players, quite clearly. And you look at his record in, in the Championship and and and, and the, the lower leagues, he's very very. Good. Good, but it just doesn't cut the mustard in, in especially top half of the Premier League. And in, in the context of this game, Cardiff don't score enough, really. I don't think any mm. team in the top six has scored fewer than them in the Championship. Mm. Um, they've got Nathan Mendes, Lang, and, and Hoylet, uh, two sort of weapons. Junior Hoylet's uh, <clears throat> playing very well. Yeah, them, how, so. big Sol Bamber at the back. He'll, he'll have his work cut out. With oh, he'll, have a, he'll have a busy afternoon. How, for sure. how do you think Cardiff will approach this though? Because they are just basically going to have, have to like hack everything away. But the, the benefit to that is you. Maybe you bypass the midfield, just smack everything, literally just <laughs> smack the ball every time it comes near Well, Guardiola said that Man City will prepare differently to the way they did against Bristol City. As, as he said, Cardiff play a lot of long balls, are very aggressive. Yeah. Well, if uh, they play like that and say Mangala's playing, yeah. you know, if they target him, mm-hmm. they, have a, they maybe have a chance of nicking something there, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's slim pickings. I'd take the point. I mean, do they try and press Manchester City? Because Man City, you know, you try and press them and so on. But the problem is, if you and some people have had an ounce, and I do stress an ounce of joy uh, against Man City when they've tried to press. But if you, A, don't press very well, or B, Man City are really, really up for it, or, or I don't know, uh, it, it just doesn't quite work out. When you press, you leave yourself woefully exposed yeah, because you wait a bit and a little triangle from Man City and they're away. Do you try and defend deep and you invite them on? Well, sc- if you do that, they'll score. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was, we talked about it in, in, when we talked about the Liverpool game. You have to upset their rhythm. Yeah. And Cardiff probably haven't got the quality to do that. Mm. No. That's, that's the so they've just got to get, get stuck in, haven't they? Yeah. Warnock I've been, them, as I've you been said. hearing a lot of Aguero <laughs> away uh, transfer stories this week and it's like, Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a, he's on your, your club. Away, you don't have it? to buy that. <laughs> like, you've well, got goals there, mate. Well, there was an interesting one. I mean, it was about time that Antoine Griezmann was linked to Manchester, the city of <laughs> Manchester again. And this time it's Man City, yeah. Yeah. Aguero going back to Atleti. Because that seems to be quite the thing. The former, <laughs> former Atleti strikers going back there. You, you can't all start, chaps. But, uh, <laughs> and then Griezmann going the other way. I mean, yeah, it is an interesting one. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I do find it funny how Aguero is linked away yeah. so much when I, mean, think... uh, I mean speaking of uh, Spain in that particular club like the top like, like America and Newcastle now going just just before the season tickets are uh, on sale yeah, weird right. that isn't it yeah. so we were linked to 20 million pound strike isn't it Arsenal used to do that a lot didn't they <laughs> oh <laughs> hugely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. my goodness Pompey don't even bother doing that <laughs> so, uh, renew it if you want yeah. Yeah. you either like us or you don't <laughs> mate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah indeed yeah. well uh, as we said Cardiff are third uh, in the championship another championship side is Leeds United they're going to rethink their new club badge after the new design has been <laughs> no, they're going to rethink the rethink, rethink aren't they? Yeah. yeah okay that's yeah. right that's right now Leeds aren't in the FA Cup of course uh, but but they do deserve they were knocked to be... out by Newport County weren't they were they, was it they Newport, were indeed was it? Yeah. but they yeah. do deserve a mention because of the the logo yeah. they claim that they consulted 10,000 people who were presumably Man United fans yeah or blind <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean I, I consulted is very different because presumably they will have had a choice of like it wouldn't just be this or nothing it would have been because uh, everyone would say no, wouldn't they? It would have been a choice of five or six or three or four. I'm, I'm yeah. So it would have. So if that was the one that came out on top with like fifteen percent of the vote, with Pete, no abstainings, you've got a graphic design background. So what? What is so bad about it? Well, it just looks very basic. It looks very American, doesn't it? People aren't yeah. liking it because of that. I mean. I don't understand. It also looks a bit like the first stage of a Nazi salute. Well, that, yeah, I mean, it does look a bit, yeah. It looks very, very, very left-wing or very, very, very right-wing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the best parody I've seen is it being changed to a Newcastle badge with um, a, the fist punching a horse. Um. <laughs> That's what we like to see. Yeah. It looks like he's giving himself a little um, little titty twister. <laughs> little, <laughs> yeah. little titty twister there. Ah, the nipple gripple. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's the famous Leeds goal celebration. Yeah. You're talking about the, um, the, the, there must have been a short list, but if you look at the promotional video, it's all the fans and some players mm. and some of the different people doing that, that yeah. Leeds Leeds mm. thing. So they must, I mean, did, some of them must like, some of them must like I could have, mm. I think it's a thing that some supporters do. Yeah, I think it is. Um, but it's, but it's, it's a bit like if West Ham had one, you know, when they, they cross their arms. Yeah. That would be a bit of a rubbish badge. Like yeah. if it was a person doing it, I understand because they've yeah. got the actual hammers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I also feel like in the modern era, with the way Twitter is and the way online backlashes are, like I don't think it's possible to launch a new badge and for no. everyone, everyone to like it. There's always going to be backlash yeah. of and people I'll... that just enjoy thinking things are shit and, and think that that's and the way that's to be. And those, and those voices tend to be loud. So yeah. are you are you for this, Jim? <laughs> I'm all for it. He's currently doing the uh, doing the thing or a canal. I don't know sure what yeah. he's doing. So <laughs> are all, thing Anelka did. Are all um, these ten thousand ten thousand fools when all you need is a bright one if you know what I mean I don't no, know no, not no, at all. I've never heard that one before but do you think that the 10,000 got it wrong then well 
I mean, I don't particularly rate the badge, but I, I just feel like that the, there's always going to be backlash. You know, to just go back to my original point. Like, I I, I think it might. There's a part of me that goes. Is this kind of poopy storm, um, kind of, does this work in at Leeds United's favour in that they launch a terrible badge, everyone hates it, and then they go, right, we're going to look at it again and we're going to listen to the people. And so that whatever badge they choose next will be one that is more satisfying than the first one. So, that, you know, it's, it's a bit of an easy market research. In light of recent events. An easy bit of PR, sort of going, we listen to the fans. Oh, mm. yeah. Remember when, I'm trying to think who launched a new badge recently. Like, they when Villa the took the when word Vi- prepared off of their badge. <laughs> yes, that's right. I forgot Didn't about Newcastle that. Newcastle do a weird one once with no. the Magpies and the NUFC thing on it? NUFC was, I think, was that in the 80s? It was, it was pre-Premier League. But was Sunderland, that. the Black Cats, that was a fairly new nickname, mm. wasn't I'll it? I'll tell you, it's a big one that was a lot of, con- uh, lot of controversy around the Juventus one. Oh, it yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. Which went from yeah. a very classic to a very almost ultra-modern, quite abstract design, and people mm. weren't happy with that either. I think Juventus but badge at the moment is rubbish. Can you guys... I, I agree. To, I, I agree thought it looked like Del Piero's sideburns. <laughs> I, I might be risking the R of some Leeds United fans by saying this, because I, I, I don't really know what the general feeling of it is. But I, I think was, you do know what the general no, no, feeling no, no, is. No, 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 no I'm not going to say the current one. The, the right. Leeds United badge I really used to like do you remember the one that looked like the Yorkshire Rose? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That was a really cool one. That was great. before the LUSC, Thistle Hotels, long-sleeved, yellow, uh, away kit, home, uh, granddad shirt, collar, late yeah. 20 year boy, scoring era. a goal, mm. on the side of the crossbar against Sullivan and Wimbledon, oh God. Before that, they were sponsored boy. by... It's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> they were in the, wearing the white kit, though, that day. Mm. Yeah, that was no, sponsored was by... <laughs> yeah, so that's why I gave you the option, because the UA was like a bright yellow. Thank you, brother. Up yours. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they were sponsored by Top Man at one point, yeah, which just seems yeah. really, really weird now. But I, I like the... Well, because none of their players were Top Men. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think there's something sort of romantic about having an old badge. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see the need to modernise it all the time. Portsmouth have had a few, a few over the years. Um, current one is great. It's the Star and Crescent. I really like it. Mm. But there used to be a really good one they had, which was... It was an, you know the, the old school, you think of the World Cup 1996... Mm. F- f- uh, what, sorry, 1966. Ball, with the three panels. Yeah. It was that, it would be in white... And it was almost impaled on an anchor. Mm. Nice. That was cool. And mm. I think there might have been a sword involved, potentially. <laughs> Potential sword action. There you go. Always is with you. <laughs> That's how you do it. If you want to re- a nod back to the piracy of the past. <laughs> yeah. If you want to redesign your club badge, uh, send in uh, a copy and we'll yeah. uh, tweet them out. Yeah. 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 A, a great, a great audio feature. <laughs> it's a bit of busy work. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Chelsea are at home to Newcastle United. <clears throat> Excuse Ooh. me. Not a cup set, I don't think. There's, dis- no. there, there's disarray behind the scenes at Chelsea again. Well, there no, is. This, this, this will not go away. This is the Conte cup set thing. on then? I think it might be. <laughs> yeah. what, what I do know, Marcus, is that 66 to 1 is the better 365 prize for Newcastle to win the cup this year. Oh, <laughs> They'd be dancing on the streets of Donaldson, wouldn't they? Should it, should it happen? Should uh, it happen? £10 returns, uh, £670 including the stake. Pete would probably go to the final. Newcastle would win. On the way home, he would complain that he missed some sort of TV show or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Some I wouldn't. Sort of I would, Twitch thing. I would. Yeah. I would openly weep. Would you? Yeah. Be amazing on, on Instagram Live <laughs> <laughs> for them clicks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The FA Cup looks to be Chelsea's best chance of silverware this season. It does doesn't it? They still in the Champions League. It'll be nice to see Andy Carroll scoring against Newcastle again. So. Ah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. He's there, injured, yeah. isn't he? Isn't he injured? <laughs> yeah, he's always assumed. Just yeah. assume. Yeah. 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 He pretty fractured sure his ankle, didn't he? <laughs> but uh, Chelsea, they're not going to win the Carabao Cup thanks to Big Ven and his tactics. Yeah, that, that was good, wasn't it? Chelsea really do seem to have lost their fear factor. Um, just just in general this season, and I, I suppose you know we made a big deal last season of the fact that they weren't in Europe, so it was a bit easier for them to to make the title tilt that they did. And that you know Conte himself has, has clearly 
you know, made it clear that he thinks that that's the case in terms of having a thin squad. And it, it's it's everything is he has said. Conte that said will that bite la- him in the arse has, has happened. Conte said last season that we did a little miracle mm-hmm. when they won the league, and I thought, eh, yeah. I don't put you up there with Leicester, but no. uh, but it was a great league win, of course, as any league win is. But this season. The, 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 the problem for Chelsea is that, that Manchester City have come along, you know, as as they have, and, and, are, and are wiping the floor with everybody. Chelsea are a good side, you know. They're they're, they're still playing pretty well. They're still uh, odds on to finish in the top four, which mm. you know, in the current situation or the or the or the current uh, climate, isn't too bad. The problem is they've just not defended the trophy very well at all. But that's yeah. because of Manchester City. The uh, the constant um, rumours surrounding Conte, would he come, would he go, mm. and then desperately trying to get a big forward in. And, and, and Dzeko, they, I think they've agreed with Roma, but they, they, at the time of recording, Dzeko sort of umming and ahhing, will he play that much? Which is a fair mm. question. He knows what it's like to be a bit part And it would be Premier annoying League. as and well. he's having a good time to not, have to play in the cha- not be able to play in the Champions League if you're Dzeko. Definitely. Yeah, very much. Um, and and uh, Take on board what you're saying about Chelsea, but I can't be the only person sort of finding it quite difficult to work out what they're all about at the moment. Mm. I mean, they went through that period where they just couldn't score. A lot of draws in a row. Um, they had that terrible um, effort against um, against Norwich. Yeah. But two players were sent off and they yeah. almost like, it wasn't like they down tools, but like, they lost a lot of focus. Mm. And if I was a manager, I'd have been very concerned about that. They're a that. bit unpredictable. But then they turned it around with an amazing win away at Brighton. They're okay, yeah. aren't, aren't in amazing form, but falling away in the Premier League is a good win. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they started really brightly against Arsenal, didn't they? And Arsenal sort of mm. weathered the storm and were able to get back in it. Well, but, no, but they, they did that by shutting out Ed Nazard. And it looks like if you know he's if you stop him, you stop them. At the yeah, moment. I think you're right. And I think Conte is being certainly on the on the on the cautious side tactically recently. I mean, he mm. seems to do a lot of sort of like for like substitutions. Yeah. He seems to want to play for me a bit of a belt and braces type midfield setup, which I don't think is that necessary. Certainly against teams. Um, that they've they struggled against recently. So it's a strange situation. And part of it, obviously, is the fact that Man City are doing so well. And we've seen this in the context of Mourinho. Mourinho's being judged essentially on how well City are doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you could say the same about Conte because on paper, as you rightly say, Marcus, it doesn't look like a great defence of the title. But really, City are posting unprecedented numbers in the yeah. league. Uh, and that's just the way it goes sometimes. You've got to hold but, your hand up. But behind the scenes, there's definitely stuff going on. I mean, like, yeah, clearly. they're leaking all over the place. Um, there was talk today that, um, I might I might have this wrong, so forgive me, I didn't read it in, in too much detail because I didn't have time, but I'll have to go and look at it. But there's talk that the club are, are unhappy that Antonio Conte's brother it's got so much power with oh, Conte yeah. about signings and stuff. Yeah. And, and Conte definitely thought after he won the league last year, that he'd have a lot more say and bring a lot more players in that he wanted. And the Bran- Branovich and Chelsea have said, well, look, this is, this is the model we're working to now. We're not chucking millions and millions after players. It's just not happening. And I do think it is a little bit demeaning that Conte go- goes to the, the, the sort of hierarchy at Chelsea and says, look, I need a striker, okay, for, for whatever reason. And, and he can't really get any... I mean, You can't do strikers cheap. You just no, can't. exactly. You it's just, just can't. It, it, not in this day and age. With respect to a 37-year-old Peter Crouch and, and Ashley Barnes, who's never really cut it at the very highest level, and these other players they've been linked with, is it a bit demeaning for someone like Conte, who's a current yeah. Premier League winner, to have to be chopping around the bargain basement mm. in January for a striker when he could... Um, if Jekyll comes in, I guess that's, that's that question answered. But it's a little bit demeaning, isn't it? Of course it is. And this is, this is I, a, I remember this is... my mum going to Aldi for the first time, or one of like the, the, the slightly more budget shops, and uh, there was a very <laughs> posh man who went... Uh, do try the chocolate. It's devilishly good. <laughs> and my mum was like, oh, you're posh, like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> she, she's well. Um, <laughs> she's well. <laughs> what were you going to say oh, about well, Conte? I was going to say that, um, you know, 
lest we forget, this is a side that are trying to finish second in the Premier League mm. behind possibly the, the best side that the, the, the league's seen in years. And also, they, will, they have ambitions in the Champions League. Yeah. Obviously, there's a, you could name probably two, three, maybe four sides that, that are definitely better in the Champions League. But we, you know, the best side doesn't always win that competition. So this is a side that still has ambitions this season, mm. and they've sti- and they've played well at times this season. They've played some great football. I mean, that goal against Brighton is one of the goals of the season, yeah. if yeah. not the goal of the season yeah, for, for me personally. Yeah. So there's there's still a lot of life in this team. It just is a shame with the situation with Conte. Some are surprised that he's still there. The end of the season, it would be probably a safe bet that he won't be there. You know, so for, for Chelsea fans, it might be a little bit frustrating. You think of the talent they've got in that side, some of the performances that they've they've uh, they've, they've produced this season, and yet they are capable of um, of these sort of sillier moments and. and being linked to the likes of Peter Rick. Crouch. Marcus, yeah, Peter but... Crouch can play in the Champions League. He's not cup tight. <laughs> I think that's the thing when he scored goals in the Champions League. The, the, the thing, Peter Crouch is not going to sign No, 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 that, that's you know, silly. So that, 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 yeah, yeah, that yeah, isn't yeah. really a, a factor in the wider context of it. But the thing I wonder about is, I mean, they've had a bid accepted for Dzeko and for Emerson Palmieri of yeah. £44 million, which actually in this, this market for both those players, I think is, is pretty good business. Well, Dzeko, well, how old is Dzeko? 31? 31. Um, but I, I wonder, is, is Dzeko that different from Morata? That that's actually really going to solve the problems they have. I mean, you know, you could argue that Jacko's going to hit the ground running, but their their, their records are very very similar. This, this I, th- I think Jacko is different to Murata personally. I think he's more robust. <clears throat> I think he's he's definitely an able deputy. He's better than Bashuai as well. Mm. I think he offers something a little bit different. It's funny because I, maybe I'm wrong, and, and it won't be the first time, of course, but. Morata scored the majority of his goals with his head, mm. but you don't think of him really as that type no, of no, forward you don't. In, across the course of his career. Whereas Dzeko is um, is able to, mm. to to score different types of goals and is stronger and is more experienced. I'm not saying he's better than Morata. I'm right. just saying he's a slightly different option. And I think he's a good option for Chelsea, yeah. bar the Champions League Cup tie thing. I reckon well, that, yeah, that's a huge thing, isn't it? And their records this season, if you look at them, it's 14 and 30 for Dzeko, 12 and 30 for Morata, and actually 12 and 25 for Batshuayi. And obviously he's playing in cup competitions against you know, lower league oppositions, but he's not starting though, is he? Bakshawai, there's a better player in there than Conte's getting. It, maybe it's Chelsea's system, maybe there's something about yeah. it. But where, do, where did Loic Remy go? Yeah, yeah, where's yeah. Like where Remy? did Loic Remy go? Yeah, he Remy was scoring goals there. for fun at Newcastle. Some sort of Bermuda triangle <laughs> for footballers. I don't know, just sometimes... Benitez would take him back now, wouldn't he? I love that player. I thought he was brilliant. I think with uh, Dzeko, they were umming and ahhing and went, who, who scored that volley against us? Get him! <laughs> get that man back here now! Don't let him get away. <laughs> Look, Remy's apparently at Las Palmas. I didn't know ah, that. Yeah. Passed me by that. Oh, he's, up, uh, he's not going back to Newcastle, then, is he? Lovely old time. Speaking of Newcastle, Ooh. they've had a bid for Mitrovic. Oh. From Brighton, but they turned it down. Good. <laughs> because he, they I didn't... mean, he'll never play again, but well, I mean, still. Pete, you said Mitrovic was the new Alan Shearer, and I think Newcastle agree, which is why they value him at £15 million. <laughs> <laughs> In new money. We've inserted the Donaldson clause into his contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh. Rafa's made inquiries about um, Islam Slimani of Leicester City. And uh, Nikolai Jorgensen could join from from Feyenoord for about twenty million. That's a lot of money for Newcastle, isn't it? Yeah, it won't be up front, though, will it? And, <laughs> it? and it won't be pounds. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. actually big mugs. Might be, twenty actually... million big mugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, but there was talk of Gamero at the start of the week again. It's just, That's not it's happening. just crap. It's just crap. It's all crap. Until something happens, it's all crap. We got Kennedy on loan. That'll be all of our business. But Amanda Stavely told me she was going <laughs> to sign loads of players when she takes over the club. Yeah. Uh, so does it get to the point when even when you see a Newcastle, a new Newcastle player actually play and score for Newcastle, <laughs> nah. you're still not sure it's happened? Yeah. Hashtag fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I know it's real? Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. If they've won the game, 
then it's that's fake news. Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> Sorry, Tony. Hell. Indeed. Should yeah. we do our best bet? I think so. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, our best bet at Bet365. This week, we've got a new man in the hot seat, and he comes in the shape of the man like Stu Walker. Stewie. He says, uh, hello, Ramblers. FA Cup fourth round weekend is here, so let's dive right in. Uh, this week, I'd like to put forward a bet for Middlesbrough to beat Brighton. Do you know what? I looked at that one, and I thought, Big tote, big TP's having that with under two and a half goals as well. Oh yes, so he's not only predicting an upset. Technically, it is an upset. Yeah, um, he's predicting a boring upset. <laughs> well, so um, the odds I... for the odds for the bet are eleven to four, earning uh, one hundred eighty-seven pound fifty from a fifty-pound stake. Uh, Tony Pulis looks to have his new side well drilled already, and Brighton are a little bit on are on a little bit of a slide, which I agree with as well. So he said, "Let's make some uh, money for a good cause and hand me the baton." Well, I have handed you the baton, Stuart. Um, your bet of the, your best bet with bet three six five is Middlesbrough to beat Brighton with under two and a half goals in the game, uh, eleven to four fifty pound will return one hundred eighty seven pound fifty including stake with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, you must be over the age of eighteen to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begamblerware.org. We're all pulling for you, Stu. George, George Friend is going to score another Howitzer. That'd he's, be nice. He's going to do it. I, it'll be a very tough game away in the cup to a Tony Pulis side. Um, right then, gentlemen, shall we look ahead to the weekend? That's me as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a few here because we, we haven't got a huge amount of time. But Nathan Rogers says uh, he's eagerly waiting to hear how Neil Warnock will say um, it was a pleasure to meet Pep Guardiola and confirm that Pep is indeed a bloody lovely lad. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the game is close, if they actually hammer him, he won't be having Pep Guardiola. And, um, Philip Leeworthy replied on the, on the Facebook group to this comment saying that um, Neil Warnock apparently told the local newspaper last week or this week the team have been given training without a ball so they can perfect chasing shadows. Excellent. <laughs> there we go. And the Phil, Philip's actually very confident because he, he also goes on to say, uh, we've done them twice in a row in Cardiff. Yeah. So we're looking for that hat trick. I, yeah, indeed, yeah. I, uh, I, honestly, if they beat Manchester City, Neil Warner, the whole of next week's show will be dedicated to Neil Warner. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't oh. tell people. You're literally getting people to unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. John special. Cross will never listen. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and I, I want to finish off with this one from Richard Easterbrook, who says, um, he's basically commented with a Mariah Carey song. Nice. And he said, Dream Glovers Come Rescue Me. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. There we go. There are, what more do you want? Hey, no, they're, sausages. They're... I, really like a, I really fancy a sausage right, right now. Well, we need to leave then. Thank mm. you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Previews, sponsored by Bet365. It's time for sausages. Say goodbye, Jim. I see ya. Say goodbye, Luke. Uh, sizzling in the pan. Say goodbye, Petey. Vislat. Oi, oi, Savaloy. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.